Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And we have with us two guests who will now introduce themselves in reverse alphabetical order. I'm Doug Gobeski, and I am actually sitting across from Charlie this time. Ooh, nice change of pace, yeah. I'm Alex Clark, and I'm sitting across from my computer screen. You got a picture of Charlie on there, right? No, I don't actually. It's just like some Charlie. Stock, Charlie did not provide a picture. Stock gray <laughs> image that says Charles Wallace under it. That's all I have. I thought you found a way to block my picture specifically because you didn't want to see it. <laughs> Show no, all pictures that, except no, no, for no, this no, one. You didn't the provide char- a picture. Right. The Charlie Wallace account has a picture, right? But the Charles Wallace account doesn't. I see Charlie oh. Wallace over here in my contacts, and that has a picture of you. But whatever your account you're signed in now does not have a picture. His dad's account. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad, can I use your Skype account? I don't remember the password to mine. You better not swear while you're on it. <laughs> Charlie's dad has a high-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> And then I've got Adam with a picture of the coat and looks like, is this the trying on hats day at Target? Okay. All right. I found a picture I liked and used it everywhere. (laughs) I believe I have my uh, stock Facebook profile photo with me falling through the ice. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. We can't actually see your face or tell that it's you at all. Right. That's, that's the point. (laughs) Are you kidding? That is, that is very clearly his nose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hooded sweatshirt and jacket. Obviously me. I mean, come on. I don't know. You're not wearing shorts. Mm. Yeah, I should have put the jorts on, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can Photoshop that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is probably a really edifying conversation for all the people who are listening and can't see the photo. <laughs> we oh, can post well, it. they should just be on the show, then. It's very inclusive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to complain about not seeing the photos we're describing. I should uh, get Charlie on that. Since Charlie never brings guests, I'm the only one that brings guests yeah. to this thing. Oh, that's true. Why is even... that true? I don't know. Like, Kari hasn't been on that much. Well, Doug's pointing to himself and saying that he is a guest that I invited, but... <laughs> I don't know that that counts. <laughs> I feel like he invited himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Doug, you can come over, but you specifically can't be on the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that actually was going to happen for a brief moment. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even kidding. Because <laughs> he hadn't seen the new Star Wars yet. Wow. Yeah, he said, well, you can either go see it or you can take a 20-minute timeout. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't want to spoil it for you, Doug, but uh, Anakin wins the pod race. <laughs> Did we see the same movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we should get that out of the way then immediately. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's worried about spoilers for uh, Star Wars Episode 7 should. That's actually, that's not what it's called. Star Wars Episode 8? That is also not what it's called. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, maybe we should start off by naming what movie it is, for my sake. It's officially known as Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, really? There's no episode association with it whatsoever? Not in the official title, no. Okay. There was and, during uh, the crawl, I know but... this because there's a long thing on Wikipedia about it. <laughs> oh, Seriously, going to like the talk areas of articles on Wikipedia can provide lots of entertainment. <laughs> there Not are useful literally... information. Oh, boy. There are literally pages and pages discussing when Super Mario Brothers was released in the United States. <laughs> what? No, but I got my copy for Christmas in 1984. So well, that's when it was released. well, actually, the general consensus seems to be no one actually knows. Really? Uh, they can't uh, definitively confirm whether it was a launch title or if it came out a couple months later. <laughs> 
Or if they all released on a specific day, or, or whether it was like whenever stores just got them, they just put them on the shelves. Right. It's not like they planned a huge release. Right. Like they they know when the New York release date was for the Nintendo, but they don't know if Super Mario was included in that or not because there's conflicting sources. Some say yes, some say no. Hmm. Well, I mean that wasn't really a thing then, right? Release dates of you know. Right. No, I I think it was relevant this year because they were they wanted to celebrate 30 years of Super Mario in the U.S. and then they were like, oh, we don't actually know what day it was. Oh, right, all right. So uh, October sometime, I guess. <laughs> Which day is convenient for you? Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, so apparently Nintendo has an official day, which I think is like October 18th or something, but that's not necessarily based on anything factual. All right. Hmm. Anyway, we're getting, uh, we're being diverted from the main topic. Oh, this is, is a great topic about <laughs> inaccuracies <laughs> in Wikipedia. <laughs> Super Mario historiography. That's yep. what I definitely came here to discuss. <laughs> So if you're worried about spoilers for the new Star Wars film, whatever or it may Super be called, Mario Brothers. or Super Mario Brothers, please, <laughs> I guess, listen to the next podcast or go watch the movie and then come back and listen to it. The princess isn't in the first castle. <laughs> <laughs> so should we start by, should Alex and I read the text conversation we had? No, go for it. All right. All right it's kind of long. Oh. But... Do you want to read both parts? Not really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're here. Why would he read both parts? It's more fun. <laughs> oh, the end of the conversation's good because that that'll be Oh yeah, no, that's why oh. I want to read this. Nah, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. Alright. That that makes sense. Anyway, I'm on December nineteenth, see Star Wars yet. Uh hold on, hold on. Oh have have you? That's uh, what you're gonna get if I do both parts. Right, which I mean your impression <laughs> of me is probably better than me. Oh god, this is long. It is long. Can't we just like chop it down a little bit? That's what editing's for. We just oh right. <laughs> So I just have remember, to read all of these text messages. Do you remember those commercials with, with the Micro Machines guy who talked really fast? Yeah. <laughs> you just do that. Yes. All right, I'm there. Okay. See Star Wars yet? I have. Have you? Yeah, I just got out. I worked out why Luke's not on the poster. Yeah, I heard this one was more focused on Han because Harrison Ford only wanted to be in one movie. That makes sense, and I thought it was a smart move. I wasn't a big fan of Carrie Fisher's lines slash scenes in that movie. Han and Chewie were pretty good. Uh, she was fine by me. I was less convinced by unmasked Kylo. Yeah, he definitely needed to keep that mask on. <laughs> Finn, and Finn was all right all early in the movie, but I didn't really like him by the end. Really? I thought he was the best part of the new cast. Yeah, his character got really annoying really quick. I also didn't like the pilot guy that Finn that rescued Finn either. That's Poe. See, I couldn't remember character names at that time. <laughs> I, <laughs> now you can. I, I, I knew he didn't die in the tie crash, but I was really hoping. But Ray was good, and I liked <laughs> Kylo as well. Okay, so you and I definitely had different opinions about the characters. That's like the opposite of how I felt. Ha! I didn't like a lot of the convenient coincidences in the movie as well. Like the random, like them randomly being on the planet with the scrapped Millennium Falcon, and them also randomly going to a bar where there's a box in the basement with Luke's lightsaber. But even with all my complaints, it was still better than any of the prequels. That's true. I thought that as far as remakes of Episode Four go, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, but I thought the Star Killer was a thing in the Star Wars timeline. I also thought it was funny how the First Order admirals and generals talked to Kylo. It was like, I was like, they would never say that to Darth Vader. I mean, Kylo does a lot of what he does because he wants to be Vader, but I still found that amusing. I didn't know about the uh, Star Killer thing, but maybe. Uh, I subsequently looked it up, and it doesn't seem to be. All right, okay, so they just kind of made that up. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I can remember all the exact like plots of what happens in the books yeah. in the future. But. Uh, not like anyone would know, though, since they said since Disney said everything not on screen doesn't count anymore. Right, right. This Clone Wars includes is is that included in screen? 
So actually, having looked it up, uh, mm-hmm. the CGI Clone Wars counts. Okay. But the Samurai Jack guy, whose name I forget, that Clone Wars does not count. That's no longer canon. Okay. Even so though like, you need to have seen TV's. that for episode three, the beginning, to make any sense, doesn't count anymore. Wait, I didn't. I didn't see that. Oh, <laughs> it it like explains like who General Grievous is and why we care and why he's constantly coughing and all this stuff. Oh, okay. See, this is probably why episode three was better to you than it was to me. Oh, okay. and uh, the Ewok movies are also not canon anymore. What? Uh, what about the What about the Christmas special? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Boba Fett segment might still be canon. All right. But yeah, I don't think Life Day counts. <clears throat> anyway, uh... But really, the best part, sitting in front of people who apparently haven't been to a movie since episode three and don't understand that they're not in their living room. (laughs) Nice. That's why I went Friday morning. I was confident the theater would be fairly empty. By the way, it was awful. They were just like talking to each other in normal voices, like a group of like six people Mm. and just like, whoa, that guy's got a lot of power. (laughs) 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 That's literally what he said (laughs) when he saw Kylo Ren force hold the shooter bolt energy beam thing whatever it's called <laughs> whoa he's no that's a lot of power oh my gosh <laughs> do not make me turn around and slap and, and i went friday morning and there might have been 15 people in the theater uh i had to work otherwise i would have hit up an early morning showing hey were we supposed to know who the old guy at the beginning was i asked the same question i don't know okay so i guess we'll learn in a spin-off movie oh spin-off movies <laughs> but Rogue One, <laughs> just what everyone wanted. Yeah, can't they just make this next Star Wars movie instead? Well, their philosophy is clearly, why not do both? Well, there's Disney for you. Exactly. I read somewhere about how their plan was literally to have a new Star Wars movie every year. Yeah, but I doubt I'll go see the other movies. I'll probably see them, but it's not really the same. It'll be like going to random superhero movies. Right, I'm not the biggest fan of the other storylines. What were your main complaints about the movie? Uh, I never quite got a feel for the motivations of Rey or Kylo, like not in the way you did with Luke and such in A New Hope. And I agree, some of the coincidences were off-putting. I also never got a sense of why I should care about Snoke at all. Oh, and suddenly R2-D2 is okay? What? It was little narrative skips like that that I wasn't super thrilled with. Uh, But I would agree that this felt more like Star Wars than any of the prequel stuff. I don't really understand where Snoke came from, and since he seems old, shouldn't he have been known about yeah, like, is he going to turn out to be somebody else, or what? And R2-D2 is suddenly okay when Ray gets there. Because Ray is Luke's daughter. <laughs> they only majorly <laughs> hinted at that the whole movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got the daughter thing, but I didn't make the connection with R2. I also thought BB-8 was pretty good, except for the whole lighter thumbs-up thing. Eh, I like that part. But yeah, it was a good take on a droid. Definitely. It's almost like the whole battle happened because BB-8 blabbed about where the rebel base was. Well, but that's because of Ray again, it seemed like. But Ray had no idea where they were supposed to go. Wait, sorry, Rebel Base, uh, not where Luke was. I mean, I guess, but I'm not sure what the alternative was at that point. True, the plot had to progress in some way. And really, it's only his fault. His fault? Her fault. It's really only her fault in that Han and company knew where to go, and they probably knew anyway. The First Order found out where the Resistance was because they tracked the Falcon. I thought someone from the First Order and from the Resistance as well noticed BB-8 at the bar. They did. I watched it the second time. Even even the ugly, other smugglers knew to be on the lookout for BB-8. Well, that's true, but that's clearly Han's fault for taking BB-8 there in the first place. Oh, definitely. But the amount of foreshadowing J.J. Abrams uses is frustrating. Not to mention it's probably my least favorite kind of plot device. 
like when he- Leia gave that little speech about seeing, having, hating to see Han leave, I was like, well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel sometimes like they were worrying more about future movies than, you know, the one we're actually watching. I mean, I figured he was dead anyway. Somebody had to be the Obi-Wan figure. Huh, just learned Daniel Craig was in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And apparently, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and apparently Simon Pegg Peg was uh, the guy who sold the, the scrap metal. Nice. Or the, who was buying the scrap. It wasn't a stormtrooper. Okay, further questions that maybe I just wasn't paying attention to. Uh, first, why are they called the Resistance? The impression I got was that the First Order was some group of Empire remnants in their own part of the galaxy, while the Republic was ruling a different part. So why aren't they the Army of the Republic? Resistance makes them sound illegitimate. Um, yeah, I don't really know. Perhaps it's because the First Order claims all of the territory. But I don't know that that was answered. I think subsequently, I think the idea is that the Resistance is an unofficial group working in the First Order territory. That's associated with Okay, gotcha. Anyway, uh, second, how did Poe get off Jakku? How did the Resistance know he was there to be rescued? And why wasn't he hunting for BB-8 still, given how important the droid was? I mean, I guess when they grabbed Poe, they could have told him BB-8 was off-planet, but it still seems like the sort of thing they should have mentioned in passing. Or did they, and I just didn't catch it? They definitely didn't mention that either. That's why Poe's disappearing after the crash. It would make more sense to me if he had just died. I hadn't thought about why he isn't searching for BB-8. It seems like everyone knew to be on the lookout for it, even when, even on Jakku, where everything, where where he had crashed. Yeah, it just seemed weird to me that he went from the droid is super important to F- it, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Poe not dying in the tie crash was spoiled by the trailer. Not that I noticed that. Oh, now that you mention it, I think I knew that. But come on, no one thought he was dead anyway. Yeah, I was like, he right. didn't see a body or anything. So, <laughs> yeah, right. He was obviously alive. But Finn's jacket may have had a lot more meaning if Poe had died. Oh, good point. And it could have easily been some red shirt and still have Poe be an ace pilot character later in the movie. Okay, another question. Han hadn't tried Chewie's gun once in the last 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought only Chewie could use it because people like Han weren't strong enough to wield it. Extra cannon source, invalid. But, but, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently at one point Poe actually was going to die, so maybe that's why he's suddenly alive with no explanation. That would make sense. And now was Finn supposed to die? Uh, that I didn't hear. It was an interview with uh, Oscar Isaac, the guy who plays Poe Dameron, where I saw the Poe thing. Oh, no, I was just hoping Finn was going to die. <laughs> I mean, he and Kylo both get struck by lightsabers and don't die. Well, to be fair, we don't know how badly Finn was injured. Maybe they had to put a new spine in or something. Sure, I'm just hoping. I mean, sorry to interrupt, but like, are they thinking at some point that Poe is going to become a more important character? Because he wasn't, I agree, he wasn't really all that interesting. I what? think they just want someone to be the Han Solo character. And, and I think he isn't okay. he like going to be the main character in the Rogue One movie. No, the Rogue One no. set between like right before episode four, I thought. So four? he wouldn't be. Wow. Right, it's, it's supposed to be how the Rebels steal the Death Star plans. Uh, OK, which I already know because I played Dark Forces. But I guess that doesn't count now either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but good thing Count Dooku had them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and got them from the Trade Federation. Oh, my gosh. Great. <laughs> I'm going to have to have that tie in. <laughs> yeah it's only but it's only like 560 days until the release of episode eight uh somebody already had that countdown up on facebook i think it was 524 or something when i saw it yeah wow. i think i saw it there as well but who knows they just make up whatever they want for the next two movies <laughs> well yeah that's literally their job 
Sure, and by keeping things a mystery in this movie, they seem to just be leaving themselves options for the next one. Hopefully, J.J. doesn't paint himself into a corner like Lost. Yeah, the impression I got was that they had a general idea of what they wanted for the sequel trilogy, while Lost was them writing whatever the hell they felt like without knowing the direction they were going in. Right, I'm hoping they stick to their plan. Yeah, (laughs) I'd be kind of surprised if they didn't. Just kidding, guys, it's going to be four movies now. Disney really likes the idea of episode 10. Yeah, there'll definitely be some Star Wars Frozen crossover holiday special. La, 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 la. All right, I went and saw the movie a second time. I think I liked it a little better. Yeah, Poe wasn't as annoying on the second. Poe wasn't as annoying to me on the second time. So I guess that counts as better. And I liked Ray and Kylo a little more. I don't know that it's the Star Wars movie I wanted, but for what it is, it would be tough to beat. Yeah, I I still don't care for Finn. Uh, There, we'll just disagree. Well, it's definitely better than episodes one, two, and three. True, true. Although I actually kind of like three. I hope eight goes off in a new direction, though. I'll be annoyed if it's a remake of Empire Strikes Back. Well, as long as they don't build another Death Star, it should be okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just concerned that Luke training Rey is going to be too much like Yoda training Luke. I think that's almost certainly what will happen. Well, and I hope something different happens with the rest, even if it's that somebody else gets trained with Rey. I already have Empire Strikes Back. I don't need it again. I hope it's just Ray. There are way too many Jedi Sith in the prequels. Uh, This seems like a discussion to have on the podcast. Indeed. Topics. Hey, when we actually have a good one, you better believe I'm going to use it. Now we just need Charlie to sing a Star Wars song. Yes. No. Definitely Charlie has to sing a song about it. Okay, give me... Give me a... uh... Uh, a, a, a genre of song. Uh, all right, so you have three options. Cantina. You can either do it to the uh, tune of the 60s Batman song, <laughs> or you can do it to the tune of the main Star Wars song, like the opening, or you can do it to the tune of Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm just singing about this Star Wars movie in general? Yes. Episode okay. 7. Your yeah. thoughts. <laughs> Do you like my, how he snuck ne- that in there? My, my, yeah. <laughs> my, one of my next, my next text was a na 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 Star Wars. <laughs> I like Star Wars. It was pretty good, but, but it's really like, really just like a new hope. I like Star Wars. I might see it again. Well, does anyone else want to go? I like Star Wars. Uh, Finn was pretty cool. <laughs> But he was kind of klutzy like Jar Jar. I like Star Wars. But <laughs> I want to see it again. I might just have to go by myself. Gonna go by yourself. <laughs> Nobody to go with you. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thought he was going to go for the Star Wars theme. I'm surprised he went with Tub Thumping. Well, yeah. just to start off with the whole like fanfare, I was like, how do I sing something that quickly? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't. St- I think he thought for a long time to not start the song with Hey, Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, let's go see Star Wars. <laughs> hey, everybody, episode seven's around. I enjoyed it a bit. Hey, everybody, let's go see Star Wars. <laughs> I just like how he has to start every song by just getting everyone's attention. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, those were our thoughts. What were your guys' thoughts? 
I mean, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, the coincidences that the movie relied on were slightly off-putting, but, you know, it's trying to think back in Star Wars history and think about other situations that were coincidences that popped up that couldn't either be explained by the Force or some similar explanation. It's like, there's got to be a lot of stuff like that up to this point. Or do you think most of it has, like, a reasonable explanation? I guess I'm going to need specific examples because you're, I don't know what you're referring to. I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Doug, what did you think? (laughs) I mostly agree with what you guys said. Mostly. I'd say it was a solid movie. I'd give it like a seven and a half out of ten. I think my major complaint was that there was nothing new to see here. It just kind of felt like Star Wars, the remix. Right. At least, like, look at, like, even episode one, the pod racing. At the time, everybody was like, hey, this is pretty cool. That was something new. This one just offered reheated leftovers for the whole movie. We got the ice planet. We got the desert planet. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did get the snow-covered forest planet, just to really make the uh, samurai connection explicit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but there's also snow. Yeah, so I think that's more or less what I meant when I said it wasn't the Star Wars movie I wanted, because I would have liked something completely new and surprising. But if this is the only movie that is essentially a remake, I think I'll probably be fine with it. Also, I wonder if the reason why they didn't have Luke say anything was because this way they don't have to pay him as much. (laughs) (laughs) It's based on number of lines and not appearances. (laughs) Well, I think there is something like the the Screen Actors Guild... If you don't have a talking role, they don't have to pay you very much. (laughs) Misa gets paid a lot for this line. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Mark, you can't reach for the lightsaber. There can't be any movement whatsoever. (laughs) We're not paying you for that. Paid more for slower talk, I am. I was, uh, I'm really hoping that in the episode eight that we get flashback scenes with the old guy from the beginning of episode seven hanging out with Luke, Leia, and Han, where they use the creepy Tron legacy technology to de age all the characters. <laughs> so everyone's just vaguely creeped out watching this thing. So, why do you feel there are too many Jedi Sith in the prequels, Alex? Um,. I guess it just draws away from, like, the lore that there aren't that many of them. That They're kind of, like, rare. Okay. Right? Like, if you think about, like, episodes four, five, and six, right? What what Jedi and, like, Sith do you see? You see Darth Vader and the Emperor, and you see Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Luke. Right? Oh, yeah, that's but, five. And but that's because... Uh, 30 of them battling in an arena against monsters and droids. It's because <laughs> Anakin killed all the younglings. Right. Right, and <laughs> Order 66 killed all the Jedi that were helping, right? Right, and that's why it's a good thing that uh, Luke and now Rey have Anakin's tainted murder blade. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but, it, but it's blue because it's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh, come on. Any of you guys watch the Venture Brothers? Uh, not. I have any. before, but not yeah, extensively. Okay, because that was another thing I was thinking of when I saw Kylo Ren in his room talking to the dead head of <laughs> Darth Vader. Was uh, I think it was like henchman what twenty one talking to the uh, dead head of uh, I think what was it henchman twenty seven his best friend <laughs> after he died. I was just like, wait, I've seen this before. <laughs> I also, I also really like how uh, Kylo Ren keeps throwing hissy fits, where he's just, like, <laughs> destroying things and freaking everyone else out. 
Yeah, the two uh, stormtroopers looking at each other and turning the corner was this is a pretty solid comedic moment, I thought. Or the or the guy like standing right behind him reporting the bad news and just being like, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's one they knew he's powerful, but they seem to like not respect him. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not like it's that consequential as long as he doesn't kill people. He trashed a few computers. So what? Their military industrial complex built the Death Star 3. Like, it was no big deal. I'm sure they can afford some computers. There isn't anyone else that, around that can use the Force. So he has this mystical power, but yeah, yeah, we're not afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. Just just go destroy that chair. <laughs> and Snoke doesn't seem to get upset. Like, any of the times where he makes mistakes, which he does, like, what, two or three yeah. times? Like, he makes very, mm-hmm. you know, obvious mistakes. And he goes up and talks to Snoke. And then there's that other, you know, commander who's Hex? really proud. Yeah, Really proud sense. that he didn't make a mistake, but that uh, Kylo Ren did. And then Snoke <laughs> is like, whatever. <laughs> just go do this new thing. I didn't make a mistake. Right. I just destroyed our entire <laughs> sun. Yeah, how is yeah that? and I'm like, why do they need to blow up the planet with the Star Killer? If it just drains the star of energy, right? Why do you need to use that energy to blow up the planet? The planet's just doomed anyway. I also don't understand how they could fire the thing more than once by that logic. Oh, I think they didn't. They moved to another star. Did they? I... That was yeah, they had clear, to move yeah. to where the other planet was. That would be a hell of a feat in itself. Yeah, I thought they moved their planet to where the other planet was. Yeah, and no one on the Similar planet the noticed star. that they were moving the entire planet that has an yeah. ecosystem on it. That's a little bit unusual. We have to move the island. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. <laughs> There's precedent. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Apparently lost his cannon now. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> I also don't understand how they can destroy the New Republic and that's not instantly just an act of war, like all out war. Because it seemed like the resistance is sort of trying to be like guerrilla warfare almost. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah that whole relationship between the Republic and the resistance, I, I agree. That was well, I couldn't quite figure it out. Well, we're setting it up for episode eight, where the Death Star 4 has the ability to destroy <laughs> not just yes. a star system, but right. an entire galaxy. Right. And we, we, move from, we move up from planet to star system. It's, it's the yeah, obvious yeah. next one. Not just a Death Star, it's an actual star. Like, uh, <laughs> They're heading star to that death. small sun. That's no sun. <laughs> I know what the answer is. A bigger Death Star. <laughs> that'll get them never gone wrong <laughs> so yeah overall i enjoyed it but it wasn't the greatest thing ever i still think my favorite movie of the year was probably uh mad max fury road oh yeah agreed yeah. So. but and everyone's saying that the uh critics are going really easy on the star wars movie it's giving overwhelmingly good reviews but well somebody told me that but they told me that like the day before it came out and so i'm like come on clearly the only people who've reviewed it so far are the people who are allowed to see it like a pre-screening right, right. in other words they were paid off <laughs> didn't it come out in like england like two days earlier than the u.s i thought was that i it? thought it did no way that would have been really i felt wow, like something I gotta... I mean, maybe it was like just the premiere or something, but... Or maybe like the pre-screening to the uh, critics Yeah, might have been earlier. Also, I guess there wasn't a lot of downtime in the movie, too. It depends how how you think about that, whether you like that or not, where it's basically just jumping from one action sequence to another action sequence. I guess there were small amounts of downtime, like with the Resistance regrouping for maybe like 10 minutes. But beyond that, it's like, oh, well... You know, you start out with, um, you know, all the like the battle that you meet Finn and Poe. And then, I don't know, it just like steamrolls through the whole thing. Does anyone else agree? <laughs> no. 
You well, like action yeah, sequence but... after action sequence after action sequence. I, I mean, yeah, that, you're, I guess you're, essentially, you're essentially saying movies these days aren't made the way I want them to be. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yes, you've caught that, on. That's what it is. Right. <laughs> right. That's and here I am saying I liked Mad Max better, though. <laughs> why can't we Why can't we go back to black and white movies in a 4-3 <laughs> yeah. aspect ratio? Yeah. I, I really, I really don't like racist. I really don't the, like the talkies. <laughs> why didn't the start carry Grant? <laughs> <laughs> we have the technology come on <laughs> what is this orchestral score I expect live organ playing dang it <laughs> I wanted an intermission <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's new movie has an intermission in it I know really... <laughs> he respects film of old Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a theory apparently he was really upset that there's one i mean there's a lot of different theaters that he's playing his movie in because he wants to play it in you know a specific type of film really i I thought he was just going one at a time across the nation (laughs) he's doing a lot something like that where he's at the sun theater next week (laughs) (laughs) it's like something that has like a 70 millimeter projector and like uh, all these very specific things that he wants to like for the premiere of his movie and there was one in la that he wanted to show his movie for like two weeks so like the week around Christmas and Star Wars had started a couple weeks before that. And he had a contract with them, uh, with the theater to actually show his movie. And then Disney basically said, no, you're not going to honor that contract. You're going to continue to play Star Wars for an entire month or else you're not allowed to show Star Wars in any of your theaters across the nation <laughs> because he want they wanted to play Quentin Tarantino's film for two weeks at one theater that had these very <laughs> specific uh, projectors and such. This is what he says anyway. Maybe he's just trying to drum up uh, sympathy before his new movie comes out. So you're now you're accusing him of being a liar. Uh, he's a well-known liar. <laughs> Is he? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, another thing I just remembered uh, about my take on Star Wars was uh, I felt like Rey being a smuggler, just you know, going through the wreckage of all the old ships, scrapping whatever she can of value. Just felt like a metaphor for the whole film. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good point. I doubt they put that in on purpose, but... It kind of felt like them having fun at our expense. I guess I wouldn't put it past Lawrence Kasdan to slip that in. (laughs) Anyway, that was Star Wars The Force Awakens. (laughs) See it at any theater. It's a weird title, right? The Force Awakens? Yeah. The Force Reawakens, fine. The Force Awakens? (laughs) Maybe it was asleep the whole time, and now it's an even new level. So, so we're set up for Alex's favorite movie of the uh, whole series coming up, where everyone is a Jedi. <laughs> I think Every that's single stormtrooper is Sith now. <laughs> Actually, that would potentially be an interesting movie. <laughs> or maybe an interesting short film. Oh, no, 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 no. Because here, this is what happens, right? Hear me out. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, so this is all the past, the Force wakes up, and then eventually, not everyone, but let's say like half the population of the galaxy gets access to the Force. And it gets to the point where they eventually learn how to harness it and train people to use it, and they give them special weapons, and then such that it becomes so part of certain parts of the culture that it's just normal, although other parts of the culture don't know about it, right? Flash forward to early 2000s when the force school known as Hogwarts brings in uh, Harry Potter to become the greatest Jedi that the uh, that the world has ever known, that the universe has ever known. 
Well, we do have a bald, poorly CGI villain in both incidences, so... Dobby's not a villain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Dobby is, uh, what, Kaz... Was that her name? Whatever the uh, orange thing was. Yeah, something like that. Baz Luhrmann? Was that her name? No. <laughs> Every time she was on screen, I was just taken out of the movie. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this this is CGI. Yep. Yeah. Really? It didn't yeah. really bother me at all. And I saw it in 2D and 3D. How was the 3D? Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even there, bother there, anymore. There's like one moment where you're like, oh, okay, it's 3D. And that's like where there's, there's like a shot of the big, super big Star Destroyer, like from looking at the point and then like the whole rest of it's behind it. Like that was the only scene where I was like, oh, okay, 3D. Everything else I was like, uh, this is just giving me a headache. <laughs> and then I saw it, subsequently saw it in 2D. I was like, it's much better in 2D. Yeah. Wow. So was not surprised to learn that it was a 3D conversion rather than being planned as 3D from the outset, because it showed. So I thought of a question. Is there any disadvantage to making a clone army? Is it more expensive? Because they mentioned in here, like, oh, we took all of these kids at birth from their parents, or they were orphans, and we trained them to be stormtroopers instead of making a clone army. And they were like, we should have just made a clone army. Like, why not just make a clone army? Uh, do you want the the in-universe reason or the real-world reason? <laughs> you mean, how about both? Okay, so the real-world reason is so that Finn doesn't have to play every Stormtrooper. <laughs> John Boyega is not under every helmet. Okay. The in-universe reason is that it's really expensive to get clones and then you have to still train them and, you know, educate them and stuff. Whereas you could just do the same thing by abducting children. And then you don't have to go to the expense of also making the children. Oh, what? Like the first five or six years? Is that what they're concerned about? Saving food and money until you abduct them? At like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's No, no. It just costs a lot of money to make a clone. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe, yeah. In 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 a way, in a way that's not just the biological way. Well, it's like movie piracy. No, <laughs> no. Hear hear me out here. They have to get the clones under contract from the clone company. The clone company can make as many copies as they want at a very low marginal cost, but it's the cost when they sell them at twenty dollars a disc. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> to the. Are first we talking order. about the economics of Camino, the clone planet? Yes. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> uh, that was another thing where they revealed where the stormtroopers came from, and I was just like, oh, hey, they're Janissaries. But I'm willing to bet nobody else had that reaction. Janissaries? Janissaries. The uh, Janus were also gods of war? Uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's from Turkish. <laughs> So what the Ottoman Empire did would they, was they would uh, take Christian children and basically train them to be a special elite soldier caste. Hmm. It actually kind of worked out okay for the uh, people who became Janissaries. So it wasn't like some sort of horrible thing across the board. Okay, so being a stormtrooper is okay then. Is well, what like? <laughs> it seemed to be. Yeah. They had emotions. You know, the guy was like, uh, you know, like streaks his bloody hand across the other dude's helmet. That's uh, just right, so right, you know right, which right. one is Finn. Right, right, how Finn gets PTSD from his first battle. But no, oh, there's no problem battling and killing people like 30 seconds later in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Look, now oh, I'm fine from that. That's he got over good. it. Yeah, yeah, pretty quick. The indoctrination <laughs> kicked in. <laughs> right, right. Had he just stayed on the uh, Death Star or whatever? Right, where, where are you stationed on a... 
Uh, the super duper Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, the Star Destroyer. He would have been fine, you know. And how weak is Phasma? Phasma just gets a gun pointed at her. And I, yeah, I'll turn off all the shields. Well, I like, think that's that because she, she's secretly a rebel agent. Sorry, resistance agent. All right. that That's a theory. That is a theory. It works better than anything we were presented with on screen. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> rebel, a rebel agent going up the chain. And the... But aren't they like trained from birth? How did she become a rebel agent? Just some she, double agent. They never take their helmets off. So she got surgery to uh, get her voice changed and uh, became a doppelganger. <laughs> All right, I liked your theory before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does seem weird how surprised they are that one stormtrooper defected, right? I mean, how many stormtroopers do they have? I think you would just build that into your, you know, war plan, right? At least one, one person. Their army. They're, there's more. They're more dangerous when there are fewer of them. <laughs> stormtroopers are the ninjas of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> That's why they're always so ineffective, because they always fight in groups. It's the reverse ninja rule. Right. <laughs> inverse ninja rule. Inverse ninja rule. Yeah. But yes, go on, Charlie. Oh, no, that was it. Oh, that was that. Why, yeah. yeah, why wouldn't they just assume that this is going to happen occasionally? They seemed very surprised that it would ever happen with human beings. And how do well, they just run into their, this? Uh, maybe it's their yeah. first uh, time wheeling out the uh, the indoctrinated janissaries rather than the clones. You know, it could be because there was argument about it, about which way it was better, which you would think if they'd be doing this for a while, they wouldn't be having that argument anymore. You ever feel like we've put more thought in this than J.J. Abrams did? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, maybe that's the point. Like, he can just make a vague outline and the fans will fill in the gaps however they wish. And they'll probably oh. do a better job. And then those gaps will be declared not canon by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then the smoke monster will come in. <laughs> I sorry, Snoke monster. <laughs> Am I the only one looking at that Snoke? At that Snoke, <laughs> Professor Snoke. What the hell is he? Emperor? <laughs> it's Lord just Snoke. Snoke? Yeah, yeah, it's just Snoke. Yeah, just Snoke. All right, looking at Snokester and uh, <laughs> thinking that looks a lot like the evil orc from the Hobbit movies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good to see he's still getting work. <laughs> well, it's so, actually it's actually Andy Circus. It's Gollum. Oh, so my joke really does work. <laughs> oh dear. So, so the theory on Snoke is that I know at one point in like the prequels that Palpatine says to Anakin he has a way of like coming or protecting people from death. They're coming back from death, right? Something like that. And that Snoke was Palpatine's master. Come back. Darth Plagueis or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's who Snoke is. And that's how they would get around them having to not sense his presence the whole time. Okay. Know, or Luke sensing his presence. It's true. I always just... figured that Palpatine was lying. <laughs> to yeah, con, that's uh, an easier explanation. Yeah. To con but, Anakin. But, but no, but but he is, but he does yes. because Qui-Gon knows about it too. That's true. Right? Because Obi-Wan uses it in episode four to, and five and six. Oh, oh right. Yeah. I guess that is the because same o- thing. Yeah. Because yep. Obi-Wan actually yep. does it. So Obi-Wan can still talk post mortem. Right, so there might be some Obi Wan lines in the future movies. Obi-Wan. Well, actually, there there is an Obi Wan line in Episode Seven. There is. Yes, I only know that because I've read the article. Uh, <laughs> I uh, did yeah, not pick well, it up myself. Fill right. me in here. So, yeah. so when Ray grabs the lightsaber and has the vision, oh, okay, right, and then as the vision ends, Obi Wan Kenobi says something to the effect of, "Ray, uh, you've just taken your first steps." Oh, that's Obi Wan. Right. They literally got Ewan McGregor in to do the line. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. 
Apparently, they also got Frank Oz in to do some Yoda lines, but right. then they decided that they would rather just pull Yoda lines from the movies and just <laughs> use archive dialogue instead. Yeah. But yeah, apparently, so Ewan McGregor has a line in Episode Seven. All right. So there's your tenuous prequel link. Is is uh is Anthony Daniels still alive? Still C three PO. Okay, I didn't know if he was still alive or not. I was I, I questioned whether he was dead. I was just about to Google that. So. Yeah. And uh, Kenny Baker is still alive, although apparently he is too old to be in the R2-D2 suit. Oh, oh. So he was, just cre- some... he was credited as R2-D2 consultant. <laughs> like, apparently he came on and told the R2-D2 artist how to do it or something. Nah, R2-D2 would be more like this. Um... <laughs> well, see how he's standing like, still? Like, like yeah, keep doing that. <laughs> well, if he's standing still, he'd be in low battery mode. <laughs> But I, so, yeah, I think uh, Anthony Daniels is the only actor to be in all seven live action Star Wars movies. All right. Because it used to be him and Kenny Baker. But Kenny Baker is yeah. not really in this. Right. right. And I, I didn't recognize C-3PO with the red arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, he explained it to you. <laughs> OK, yeah, I know. I know. I would have just completely missed it. For that. I actually thought that was a good line. I also noticed the plot hole. Adam, you might have pointed this out to me, or someone else might have plotted it out to me, or pointed it out to me. That when they're running, when Finn and Ray are running through the town when they're being shot at by the Tie Fighters, mm-hmm. that at one point Finn says, "Yo, come on, BB-8," but didn't know that it was BB-8 yet. Right? Just oh, knew it was a BB yeah. unit, and he yells BB-8. I think we can watch it again at some point. When it comes out on Blu-ray. I'm glad this is the uh, the plot hole that the internet. <laughs> I know, I know. Never mind how Poe miraculously comes back. <laughs> Correct. Or how he gets off Jakku. Or, <laughs> or why he's not looking for the droid. Or how he's the best pilot of all time and gets shot down. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. To be fair, though, I guess he's not familiar with how a well, flies. That's yeah. like Donald Trump complaining about uh, John McCain, right? <laughs> I don't like people who got captured. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like how those TIE fighters really spam the shoot button on their planes the whole time. <laughs> they just fire those lasers the entire time. <laughs> They're never off the shoot button. Why do they even need Finn there as a gunner? You can just spam the button. You're fine. <laughs> don't need to aim. And why are all the tie, other TIE pilots by themselves? And then two people just fit in this one? Hmm. Are we you sure just never all the TIE the pilots guy? are by themselves? Can't you see both of them at the same time? And then you only ever see that other TIE pilots one at a time? I guess I wasn't paying close enough. I don't know. I wasn't. Yeah, I'll have to look again. I mean, they do wear black, so it might be difficult. No, because in the previous Star Wars movies, like Darth Vader shoots from his TIE. No, I no, no. That. I understand, I understand yeah. that. I'm saying that maybe technology in the current TIE fighters is has gone backwards for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like how the X-Wings are with the exact same X-Wings they were using 30 years ago. That's not true. They're blue now. No, they're blue. Right. Weren't the engines a little different? Yeah, actually, I, I think I read somewhere that the old X-Wings are T-65s and these are T-70s. I heard. I also heard of people complaining about the types of aircraft the resistance used in the one battle that they wouldn't have used this, the two types for some reason because they were meant for different things. Than I don't know. I, that's way too into it. But, Wait, there were multiple uh, types. Well, yeah, I think there were Y wings and A wings also in the mm-hmm. fight. Oh, I didn't even yeah. notice those. Yeah, I yeah. guess it wasn't paying close attention. Yeah. But that I was. I'm. I, I'm not even that far into the lore of what the the ships do. I think I was more focused on the one pilot giving the most unenthusiastic line deliveries ever. Uh, which one? 
I think it was the female pilot. All right. Like Poe's like, we got to do it. And she's like, yes, we're going to do it. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> are you aware you're in a movie? Are you, do, do you realize that they're actually filming you right now? And this is not just a rehearsal. <laughs> they only spent billions on the, the acquired the company to make this movie. <laughs> well, they're a fourth of the way to making their money back. Already. I know that's, Part of me does want this movie to be bigger than Avatar because I didn't like Avatar. Uh, Avatar was awful. That movie was... I can't believe I fell for the scam to go see it. <laughs> hey, hey, Avatar had better 3D. That's true. I, I didn't see this movie in 3D, so I, I... I'm just going off of what Adam said. I, 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 can, confirm, I can confirm that Avatar had better 3D. Okay. I don't know that that's a good thing. I mean, I guess that's sort of like saying that this toilet flushes better, but (laughs) that's important. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. I can't think of a movie I paid to see that was worse than Avatar. Really? Wow. The the worst movie you paid to see. You apparently did not see Fantastic Four this year, then, huh? Gosh, that was... uh, well, I saw Fantastic Four with you guys in New Jersey. No, no, no. The Not new even Fantastic close. Four was. Oh no, no, I don't really watch the comic book movies, so that's fine. I think Doug and seven other people saw it. <laughs> <laughs> One of whom was Adam. <laughs> well, no, because it kept getting reviews about how like it was supposed to be. I think AV Club called it like an unmitigated dumpster fire of a movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got psyched into seeing a bad movie. And that right. is not even what I got. I'm, like, I'm, I'm seriously trying to think of worse movies I've had to see. It, it was not so bad it was good. It was just competent enough to be boringly awful the entire time. Like I was like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to care about any of these characters and their wildly changing motivations. And you really could have slapped any other name on this and it would be the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like to the point where I'm like, I don't understand why Sony want to keep holding on to the Fantastic Four license because they clearly have nothing interesting to do with it. No, they got to make that that uh, they got to reboot it again. That's all. It'll just take another couple of reboots and they'll finally figure it out. They'll, <laughs> they'll get a working movie. Great. Just like a stalled out car. You just got to keep turning it over until it works. <laughs> yeah, I I saw the I might have mentioned this before, but I saw the unreleased 94 Fantastic Four movie. All right. That movie was a better movie than the one that came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> they should have released the 94 one and not released this one. If you're going, if you're only going to not release one Fantastic Four movie, they made the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some bad movies on like dates and stuff. So like the good Super. German obviously sticks out mm-hmm. and a uh, scary movie I saw in theaters and that was awful. Yeah, scary movie is bad, but I, I at no point liked Avatar. I mean, yeah, it's OK to look at, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. Avatar had a little bit better of a motivation for the uh, main character turning traitor than Force Awakens did. You know, he gets like plugged into the Awa tree thing and it brainwashes him into being all pro cat people <laughs> betray the humans you remember way more of this movie than i do <laughs> that's basically the plot i mean yeah <laughs> yeah all i know is that doug and i saw the movie together and i was so disconnected by the end that i was making jokes about boss fights and doug had not yet reached that level and was shushing me <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i just was that just like the first movie i guess that completely used the 3d technology 
Uh, I think it was probably the first one that tried to make it more or less seamless and not just totally right. gimmicky. It's the reason right. that we have 3D theaters. And TVs. Yeah, all over the place right, right now. There's no other reason. Yeah, it's a very big reason. I mean, like, I know I saw, like, parts of, like, Harry Potter 5 or something was, like, put on your 3D glasses now mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, so oh, you wait. didn't wear them the whole time? But that wasn't before yeah. Avatar, though. Like, I'm not sure that would have exist. like, any other movies would exist in 3D if not for that. Well, that can't be true. No, that, that cannot be true. before Avatar. Yeah. It's like, Shut why would they have all of these? <laughs> then I started to think, like, why would all these movie theaters exist with 3D technology? <laughs> yeah it just wasn't as widespread and people weren't constantly converting movies to be in 3d like they do now i think that's your real problem although my understanding is that 3d sales have generally um tanked yeah i i mean i don't think i've seen anyone other than avatar and was so disappointed by the 3d in it that i just didn't watch again you know the it seems so forced that like it wasn't you know yeah generally the only times i see movies in 3d is like when that's the only option i have gotcha that they're like the same price as the you know the regular well they so like expensive? uh what some movie we saw i don't remember what it was but there was some movie we saw where they were only showing it in 3d oh is that was like Coraline, all right. maybe because i know i saw Coraline and tron 2.0 with you in 3d yeah very possibly and then like i saw star wars in 3d because that was the only matinee time that i could make work with my work schedule and that was in 3D because after that point, like the prices went way up and was like, OK, this is ridiculous. Was your 3D matinee cheaper than a regular 3D? Yes. OK. My 3D matinee was cheaper than a regular ticket. Yeah. All right. All right. OK. All right. Because for whatever that's... reason, the AMC here, like a 3D matinee movie is like 850. Oh, 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 that's not bad. I mean, I think it paid nine for my regular matinee movie. Nine something. So. OK. So <laughs> did people have other things they wanted to say about Star Wars and or 3D movies? <laughs> um, we didn't talk about Han really, except that we expected it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, it, it's my like hatred of foreshadowing. Like, if you know yeah. my opinions, other like I didn't even pick Cause, up because it that doesn't foreshadowing, even foreshadowing though. Oh, right, yeah. I, you just Maybe know I'm he's just not going to make it out. Well, to be fair, I think Alex picks up on it more than other people. Yeah. Like, he instantly knew about Owen Meany. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the Terrible height of reference. the window, and whereas I didn't immediately pick up on that. Yeah, that that was the, somehow we're supposed to just. It would have been more interesting if they hadn't. But but then Harrison Ford wouldn't have done it in the first place. Right. right, right. I mean, I thought it was clear someone was going to die, and right when that scene started, I knew right. that that was somebody what was has happen. to be Obi Wan. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and and yet they have a three person lightsaber battle later that no one dies. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to make things different. Hold on. Does that mean that Han Solo is <laughs> coming back as a as a ghost in the next ones or? Because I saw that, and all I could think to myself was, huh, Harrison Ford activates his exit clause from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> so when you guys say the Obi-Wan character, you just mean the, the old guy who dies. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some martyr to the cause. Right. The guy who helps them get off the death station, but then dies in the attempt. After right. confronting the main villain. This really was just Star Wars the remix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it totally oh it must certainly. But I mean, it would it, for being like a remix. It's all right because I oh, wouldn't yeah. say it's a reboot. It's not really a reboot. No, you know, it was it's a it's a movie with a similar plot and lots of nostalgia. But I mean, to be fair, that's essentially what J.J. Abrams does. He just remixes things he liked or other people liked in the case of Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, you yeah. Know, without necessarily adding a whole lot new. 
and you know that's a i think that's a perfectly valid approach to making movies and it may not be what everyone likes but you know mm-hmm. it's clearly a thing that people are okay with well, I also don't think Disney wanted him messing with the Star Wars franchise too much. I don't think they wanted him to do anything too crazy with that movie. Yeah, that's for you know. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can explore other, right. Rogue One, more mysterious forces. I'm, uh, I'm waiting oh. for the Star Wars horror film. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's called Return of the Jedi. I don't know if you saw it or not. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought those he would have gone with Attack of the Clones. Those little gremlins that beat up on the Empire. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about all those ghosts that show up at the end. The one ghost that keeps changing depending on when you look at him. <laughs> I thought he was an old guy, but now he's young. I don't get it. He's younger and taller. <laughs> all right. Sounds like that. Just about all we have to say for Star Wars. Anyone want to throw out some final thoughts? Um, yeah. I mean, almost everything we said was negative, actually, <laughs> but we all really liked it, right? Yeah. Well, you point out the negative parts That's of something true. you like. If we just talked about all the things you liked, you know, <laughs> you just I liked it, but this, right? You know. Yeah. All you right. Know? So then list a few things that uh, everyone liked, starting with Charlie. Uh, I liked Harrison Ford and Chewie. Didn't Chewie seem a little bit, was Chewie always as whiny? Like, that was yes, the joke of yeah. this. Is like, okay. Like, everything yes. he said oh. was just complaining about something. I thought you rewatched the movies. How did you miss this? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm, I'm convinced Chewie's immortal in the Star Wars, like, you know. <laughs> they, they can't kill him off. If there's one character that's safe from, like, dying off, right, it's Chewie. It's not C-3PO. <laughs> It's not C-3PO, no, no. C-3PO, because they can just put him back together. So he's not really, you know, or just wipe his memory. But I I, I really don't think, like, like uh, Chewie can possibly die. Okay, yeah, I so you like Tom and Chewie? Yep, I like the cameos. I liked, um, I don't know, the main two characters were excitable people. They were interesting to watch, I thought. Which main two? Oh, Finn and Ray. Yeah, I, that's basically it. I think everybody was excited to be there, and everybody's happy to happy to be shooting the film. And it kind of came through. Uh, Doug, any positive thoughts? I thought John Boyega did a really good job as Finn. You know, you really got a good sense that, yeah, this is actually a real person here, you know, with actual real feelings. So I thought that was pretty cool. Most of the special effects were pretty well done. You know, you got your nice fill of uh, space battles and such, lightsaber fights. And there were even a couple lens flares for the J.J. Abrams fans. <laughs> Karak I, kept pointing those out every time it happened. I fortunately <laughs> missed those. They they were subtle. Yeah, they were actually so, a lot less than uh, some of his other works. Somebody <laughs> reined in J.J. Abrams. That's another positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, for, for all its flaws, it was fun. Alex? Hmm, I'm thinking if I should come up with a, a serious answer to this question. Why start now? Yeah, I know. I know. Why am I ever serious about anything? But uh, I actually think like Ray is like a main character is very good. It's, it's, a, it's like I don't know. I don't watch many movies as you guys do, but it's rare to me for a, there to be a f- female main character that doesn't use her like sexuality to get things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, right. Which which is like remarkable for like movie standards. And I think that's a better makes her a way better character. Yeah. I think, as I said before, um, Although it wasn't the Star Wars movie that I necessarily wanted, because I really at no point said I really wish they'd remake A New Hope. Given that that's the dis- that's the route they took to go, more or less, I think they did a really good job with doing that. 
and like I said, uh, I really I enjoyed uh, Finn a lot, and Ray was really good, uh, and Kylo grew on me with the second viewing. I liked him more the second time. And uh, Poe, I, I enjoyed, even though I agree about some of the uh, concerns regarding his character and stuff. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a really well-made movie and very enjoyable. While it may not have been like the deepest movie ever or the greatest movie ever, it was certainly highly entertaining. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great ending oh, to this podcast. Also, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm bringing us back into the conversation. Is there any, is there, are there other Jedi? Did, was Luke able to use the force at all before he met Obi-Wan? Why is Rey able to like understand what the force is and use it? Like she hasn't been trained at all, right? Uh, one suggestion is that she is mimicking Kylo, that she's essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing what he does with the force and sort of mirroring. Oh, that. because she, yeah, keep probed her mind or whatever. So yeah, so right. even so even though he's not like formally teaching her, she's still learning from him. Right. And that's a lot of the thing in the movie, too, is that she gets the ideas from him. Like like I, I, I said in like the lightsaber battle that, that she has with him at the end, that he's not like trying to kill her. Right. That's why she's able to like look like she's fighting against him because he gets her pressed up against the thing. And then, you know, wants to then kind of explains how he wants to train her. Right. It's because he, he wants to train her because she's more powerful than he is. And then she then realizes she's more powerful than he is and then I tries think, to use the force. You know. Yeah, I think that part of the movie is actually handled pretty well for me. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with the mind reading. Like she realizes he's using the force to read her mind. So she's like, well, I'll try it on him. Or, you know, you can just use the force to find the way into the, the ship or the, the station. Right. Right. Does that make her like one of the most powerful Jedi we've seen then? Because, I mean, we've never really experienced that, have we? Where someone just kind of picks up on it by watching, by, like, well, observing well, other people like without episode... training, exactly. Oh, so you realize in, like, episode one, in, uh, in episode one, like, Anakin is able to, like, pilot the pod racer from such a young age because he has the react the extremely quick reaction time, and that's because of the Force. He knows how to use oh, it. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. 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 All right, well, that sounds like it wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name's Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. I was Doug Gavesky. And I'm Alex Clark. That may be the smoothest an outro has ever gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, and uh, may the force be with you. Make sure to check out our website once again at www.gobeskywallacereport.com. You can also check out our Facebook page, the Gobeski Wallace Report. Oh, right. And we're also now we're on Twitter. And you can follow us at GW Report. So, see you then. Later. Also, remind me why there's a decapitated unicorn in your room. <laughs> I didn't notice, actually. <laughs> What kind of sick life do you lead? <laughs> that, that's hard. just an everyday thing for you. <laughs>